0: Hey everybody, welcome to episode 9. I think it's episode 9. It's been a long time since I've done one of these of So You're Going to Die. Um, if it's not episode 9, well, it's not like... it's a very professional podcast that I'm running here, right? So, hey, let's just call this episode 9, if we've established that. This particular episode will be on hope. I don't even know if I've done one on hope before. And if I have, I'm sure I'll do it again, because uh, you can't talk about hope enough in this world, right? And I can't stress this enough, too, on um, this particular episode or any episode that I do. I'm not trying to say that I know anything about the actual topics of whatever it is that I talk about. Hopefully, in the future, um, I can get people to come and be interviewed, which is what I really want to do with this podcast, I would love to interview people of faith, of all faiths in the world's faith, because I think that we have more in common than we don't, and to see how uh, the internal spiritual power that we all have, that we all need, and whatever our faiths are, and our belief systems, is important for us as human beings, and I think brings us all together, as opposed to tears us apart. And, boy, when we th- when I think about hope today, and I've just been thinking about it here recently, uh, and maybe I'm only thinking about it, of course, I'm thinking about it personal to me. So that would be a, kind of a principle of hope, a spiritual principle, kind of a human condition that maybe we all have. And I know in my life, man, hope is a hard thing to keep. Um, Maybe it's not for everyone. Maybe some people are, maybe everybody is, maybe the vast majority of us are that way, where they can have hope in their heart and in their soul, and it be a natural um, experience for them on a daily basis. And for me, it has not been that way at all. It's been something that I Definitely, for one thing, even had to come to believe in that hope even existed. Um, because for most of my uh, life, I, especially early childhood and, and young adulthood, the concept of hope was not something that came into my life in any way, shape, or form that I can remember. Uh, but it came a time in my life when I did have to search my inner self um, and see if there was anything like hope in me. I come to find out there was for myself. Uh, I'd been there all along. Uh, but it was really hard to remember that for me. Uh, maybe it's just the way that I'm wired or it might just be the way that I am as a, whatever spiritual muscle I have in me naturally. Um, but I do like the idea of hope and uh, uh, I like the f- the first time that I actually felt hope in my life. And for me, that came at pre, of course, well, not of course, but for me, it came at an incredibly low point in my life to where either there was going to be hope or there wasn't. And it was mostly along the lines of even maybe it even bore fruit more in faith for me and blind faith in that, that this world wasn't just one great big uh, catastrophe after another and misery for us all and just to be outlived or endured. Um, it was the concept too, that was brought to me at the same time that it was okay. To have happiness um, for myself. I don't really know if that makes sense too for people. But that's okay. Makes sense to me. Because the way that my brain again is probably just wired. The concept that other people in the world get to be gifts. um, Was okay for me. The idea that I too could have uh, be a gift. That one really was a hard concept for me to, to grasp. And as a gift, I just mean as a simple human being uh, in this world. Um, once I got that in my heart, um, and sometimes I still have to fight with that one too, uh, the idea of hope, And the principle of hope, the feeling of hope, came with less and less blind faith, where I actually did have spiritual muscles in me, finally, um, where I could accept hope in this world. Um, And I guess, too, I'm just for my own way of thinking, and uh, maybe just a it might even be a, a really crappy definition. Um, the fact that we can have... The fact that I can have hope... That... That there is... Unconditional love in me. And that I, too, am also... of. Um, Available for unconditional love. From someone else. Because those are really hard concepts. For me. Um, And something that. Is sad. That I have to report that I. Had to fight. um, Even the idea of. But. um, Just because it was really ingrained in me. That I. Wasn't. Um, I wasn't available for that kind of unconditional love. That again, it was okay for everybody else to have, to be a gift in this world, but it wasn't okay for me. And hopes that was the same way. The fact that I could just have the idea that everything is going to be okay. That the way that ever I feel at any given time and the way that life is happening at any given time is not a personal event. Like it's not happening at me. Because I have the ability, unfortunately, too. Just me personally. Um, to be a very self-centered person. And I can take things that happen in this world. And um, when I'm thinking only of myself. And how does that affect me or um, anything else for that matter. Um, I will make things real personal. We come to find out most things that just happened in life happened to everyone. And hope has helped me see that if life is tough at this very moment for me, whether it be emotionally, mentally, or spiritually, or physically, it, well, sometimes all of those things at once, that it's not always going to be that way. Uh, that it doesn't define who I am. And that I don't have to uh, lash out at life. Or, um, for lack of better terminology for me, play the victim card of life. And, uh, and to realize that I still have that gift that we all have. That gift never goes away. And that I can choose to do um, whatever is needs to be done at that moment, that would be right for me in my heart. Uh, and I kind of, I, I had to be given permission almost uh, in life for me to even search out that idea um, to, I meant to accept that idea in my life. And so in this episode, and again, hopefully in any episode that I do. Not that I'm ever trying to show or to say or even uh, profess that I know exactly whatever these topics are that I'm just, I think discussion is important. And um, I'm hoping that anyone that ever listens to any of these just thinks to themselves, whatever this means to them, And and whatever their belief system is, how they're doing with that. And and if they're doing great with it, fantastic. And if there's things that need to be adjusted, well, then adjust them and move on um, in life. I find when I'm talking to my friends here recently and the people that I care about that hope is... uh, at kind of like an all time low and probably, you know, I think about that statement in really every generation at any time in their lives thinks like, Oh my God, it's never been this bad. And, you know, and, um, but I think we are at a crossroads right now and in the human condition for everyone where we kind of need to take the next step forward, uh, together. And, uh, Old ideas and old um, and old actions aren't good enough anymore. That we've done enough work, that we need to move forward in these things as in ourselves, and um, and that's maybe why it's not working so well now. Of course, that's just how I see things, and I could be completely wrong in it, but I see. Everyone struggling in just kind of living life on life's terms. And who would have thought that having uh, terminal bone cancer would pay dividends in life on life's terms as I uh, was kind of living my own um, self-imposed social distancing before the whole pandemic hit. And the rest of society found out what it's like to have constraints put on your life that you can't control. Um, And I think it also forced a lot of us to have to look at what our quality of life really is. Because when we can't do some very simple things that we were doing before, we kind of maybe were relying upon them a little bit too much to take care of our human condition, whatever that may be for you and uh, and we've struggled with it. Add with that, which, again, I'm not trying to upset anyone, but I do believe in my entire life and unfortunately for time to come that um, it was just the, the added civil unrest that boiled over at the same time Of what everybody was doing to force us to have to look a little bit deeper in our heart of hearts. and That's always a hard thing for me to do. And I don't think I'm alone on that. I think think we have a hard time. I have a hard time accepting truths. Whenever anybody has ever loved me enough to come to me and to tell me that whatever action that I'm doing in this world is upsetting them as a human being never wanted to hug that person by the way and thank them for that at that moment. And I think a lot of the time when we've had to look at our kind of human souls together and to really see that we talk about brotherly love about one another a lot and um, our belief systems of pretty much any belief system is love thy neighbor and, um, that I've ever seen in this world. And it's nice to say, but sometimes it's a little harder to realize that we have a long ways to go to put into action. And so we've also had to face that that I've seen around um, here. And all of that has me thinking for myself and myself only again, when I have to do these things in my life, if one of the first things that I have to look at is a spiritual principle of hope that for me to be reminded that I'm a work in progress like everyone else in this world and that God's got my back, always has and always will, God personal only to me, and that he loves me, Wants the best for me. Wants me to be the best human being that I can be with all of my faults and uh, character defects. To help um, the next human being too. Just like other people have helped me. And continue to help me. To be ready to receive that gift of another human being helping me move forward in this world as just a human being and the human condition and also for me to do the same for the next person. Um, And of course to shoot for that high watermark I think would be that unconditional love that's in each and every one of us that I've seen examples of human beings that have that muscle working quite well in their lives. And for one thing, they seem incredibly happy. Now, Well, they seem content, you know. Happiness, not really something that I'm shooting for, to tell you the truth, because uh, my measuring stick of happiness can't really be trusted. Uh, I will sell myself far short as a human being with that. Um, but contentment. That's a different story for me, and that's something to really shoot for, uh, for myself. And, and hope has helped me with that and continues to help me with that. And, you know, uh, with all of the pandemic that's happening and, uh, everything else that's going on in this particular world of ours, um, It's been something that I've struggled with myself, and that's really to maintain a quality of life as I am. Man, it's taken forever to kill me, but I'm still dying of cancer. Man, bone cancer is no joke. It is, uh, it is a, well, it is, we'll have to make this an explicit episode. It is a motherfucker. Uh, In many different levels. um, To where I have to really. um, Always try to figure out. How am I doing with my quality of life. and, And not just for lack of better terminology. On my part again. Punk out in this thing. And give into it. But sometimes though too. I can make myself sicker. By just not acknowledging the physical condition that I'm in and uh, trying to power through that. Will myself over tumors, which is impossible. And um, in the last few months, I've seen a lot of people trying to deal with this pandemic situation that we're all in in the same ways, where constraints on quality of life have hit. And to tell you the truth, again, just my belief, and only my opinion, mine alone, uh, man, as a human race, we kind of act like children, holy shit, a lot of, I'm going to hold my breath and take my ball and go home action, and, and uh, and I can be the same way in my own life, uh, I'm just having to deal with quality of life issues a little bit longer than the rest of us, because of my physical condition, and anyone that's listening to this that's had any sort of chronic illness understands what I'm talking about and it's kind of ironic that people that I know in this world with chronic illness are dealing with this pandemic a million times better than completely healthy people who are acting like a bunch of goddamn babies. Holy shit. I don't care which way you fall on the divide either of whether or not you believe this pandemic's real or not. You people are babies. Um Again, all of that was my opinion. But it begs still the question of hope for me is, again, uh, not necessarily do I need to know how this thing's supposed to work in life for me. It's just that to realize that what is happening is okay, that I can uh, handle it, um, get through it, and help. And that uh I can also accept help, which is helping in its own right, very hard for that last part's incredibly hard for me to do, but I see that a lot of us though too, and when um man are to see kind of like the light at the end of the tunnel not be a train is seems to be a hard concept for a lot of people that I know um. And maybe I just know a lot of people who struggle. But I don't think I'm alone in that. I don't think, I think we're all as a society, we're having a really difficult time. um, Because the quality of life is at an uprooting stage. And most human beings, which would be my opinion again, so take it for that and that only, do like the easier, softer way. And uh, (laughs) we got to admit, as Americans, if you happen to be an American listening to this, if you're not an American listening to this, well, let me just speak for all Americans here. Um, We have it pretty good. (laughs) Even when we bitch about it, we're usually bitching about how good we have it anyway. um, So our quality of life really wasn't like in, in bad situation before this pandemic hit, but it forced us to have to have more, human empathy, and human compassion, and uh, and not in words anymore. It really came down to a personal kind of deal of how's everybody really doing with that. And I have seen some of my friends do some uh, soul searching that they didn't necessarily want to do. Uh, it's just that's what you kind of have to do. And then I've seen some of my other friends decide not to take the opportunity to do the soul searching that was forced upon them and uh, act as if. And um, that seems to be going a lot harder um, because I've had to deal with uh, looking at my own quality of life all the time. Um, it Kind of changed the way that it was a little easier. It's been a, the pandemic's been a little easier than for me than for some of the people that I care about, accepting the limitations that are being brought upon it, and at the same time, not just uh, accepting the limitations as life that's the way that it is, but also. Realizing that just because there's these new limitations now in my quality of life, um, it's not an excuse to not show up in this world. And having to realize, all right, now, how do I still be a good human being um, and not make, take what's happening in our world personally at all? It's happening to everyone. Uh, and Alan, that that's, that's always been for me. I don't know about you. It's always been for me a one-day-at-a-time event. Um, some days I've been at it in this pandemic. It's not like I've been uh, freaking uh, Martin Luther King Jr. and Gandhi during this pandemic as a human being. Uh, nope that's not the case. That's never the case anyway. Um oh, I've had my moments in it mostly is shaking my head again cuz I'm just shocked on uh, how completely healthy human beings are such babies cuz like they can't go to the gym or uh or, the, or to wear a mask um properly uh for like however long it takes to buy goddamn groceries. And how somehow that's a constitutional, uh, you know, infraction is beyond me. Um, how absolutely childish it, that is, even if uh, you happen to be a listener who thinks that this whole entire pandemic thing's completely blown out of proportion. Just being a good human being, how much just accepting uh, that is such a um, an angry response is just, oh my God, it's it's like, my God, what a baby. And then the opposite of that too, I've seen people who have accepted this pandemic for a pandemic and um, want to uh, point fingers at the people who are doing the, what I just said. They're acting just as much as the baby too. Because at the end of the day, I only get one vote anyway. We only get one vote. And the vote that I want to do in this world is just want to be a good human being in good standing. And sometimes that's inconvenient at my given circumstances, whatever that may be. But I have found in my own life, every time that I've taken the principle of hope in my life and practiced it, and done something that was inconvenient to me at the time. And made no sense to me at the time. And um, and just did what was the right thing in my heart at the time. Always ended up being an easier way to live. And a lot less angry. Um, hope leads to faith for me. Which beats Fear, hands down, which always has caused me anger. And so, I want to maintain, I have to maintain on a daily basis that principle. And uh, it's as good as oxygen. For myself. Because. The angry me. Is the most self-centered me. The least helpful me. And the quality of life. Is so horrible. I am no longer living at those moments. Me personally. I am surviving. And surviving is not living. It's just getting by, and when I survive, I lose ground as a human being. So if you're listening to this still, <laughs> some of you maybe I might have lost a lot of you really early on in this op in this episode going, yeah, enough of this guy. when's cancer gonna kill him? And why does he think he should talk about this shit? Yeah, hey, I'm only doing it because I can. Uh, technology's allowing me to do it and to send it out there. Hey, everybody should. Um, I would listen to yours if you told me about it, I guess. Um, so, yeah. Back to what I was saying. If you... It would... Make me happy. Like anybody gives a shit about that either. Like that's that super important. But may hey, it might make you happy too. It would make me content. And it may make you content also. Just to, to thy own self be true. Ask your inner self. How's your hope doing? And so it's doing great then, man, you should share that. We we all, those of us that have to work on that could use all the experience of people who are doing fantastic with hope. And if you find yourself lacking, not ask yourself what life has brought to the table to drain you of that hope or to not give you hope. Just ask yourself, maybe, what are you doing to be a wall in front of that? There's a book I read a lot. It's a big blue one. It's not the Bible. And, uh, but it's a manual that helps people uh, find spirituality in their life to overcome their problems. Uh, and in that book... It says anybody searching for a spiritual experience can be defeated by three things, all within them. Meaning, again, which is good news, because if that is the case, then I don't need things around me to change for me to have a spiritual experience. Um, it's bad news, meaning, well, i got to do something about it. But they're saying in that book, of which works for me, that an attitude of intolerance will block me from a spiritual experience, or an attitude of belligerent denial will block me from that spiritual experience, or an attitude of contempt prior to investigation will block me from the spiritual experience. And so if I find myself lacking in hope, my brain, just me again, the way it works, which is not my friend in these environments, wants to focus on what life again is doing to me um, or not for me so that I don't have hope. Whereas that other exercise allows me to ask myself, where is my attitude of intolerance? Why would I want intolerant? Why would I be intolerant to an idea of being content um, or belligerent denial? Uh, and I do like that for for me because when I'm in that condition, I'm doing things pretty belligerently for myself. I'm usually not doing any sort of form of denial in a non-belligerent form uh, and I'm usually acting like a baby and then the contempt prior investigation one is always a big stumbling block for me personally because to where it really stops me from having a, a spiritual experience by because I'm get, being given some direction Hey, if you go do this, whatever the direction may be, um, it you may get contentment. And my brain immediately goes, "Well, that won't work," even though I've never done it. And uh, and then it, my brain is right; it won't work because I won't do it. I'm immediately defeated, you know. And I found that those three things, when I when I look within myself, and just ask myself those simple questions. I can usually find a pretty simple answer. And a very simple, I can change my my moment of life at that moment and move on. And uh, start finding better quality of life. And if any of you have at least been suffering, completely healthy people that are listening to this and have had to, had your quality of life kind of adjusted because of the, life on life's terms we're all living in right now, I can, you now know how important quality of life really is. You know, that one day at a time event that we all have on this thing, you know. Um, and how maybe we were relying upon comfort to move us forward a little bit more than action in ourselves to change or maybe to seek more change Um, and maybe those things will help you or not I don't know they just help me So episode nine, hope. I don't really know if I've ended on a good note. Tell you the truth, (laughs) I don't know if if anybody's having like you know. I feel so much more hopeful. Uh, If one person listens to this and uh, and is still listening right now, and actually tries to find hope, more hope in their life, and spread that around, then fantastic then great you know it's uh, it's something that I, get, I personally always have to work on it does not come naturally to me just the way it is but that doesn't mean just because it doesn't come naturally for me that I get a pass um, at all I gotta do something Because we're all in this together. So. That's episode 9. So you're going to die. Who knows when episode 10 will happen. uh, Or how long that will take for me to do it. It's been a long time since I put one of these out. Uh, A friend of mine. Listened to them all. Found them and listened to them all. And. uh, You know I wasn't doing them. Because again I was trying to interview people. I just could not get anybody to want to talk about their. Uh, Faith—it really shocked me, tell you the truth. You would think, I would think, most religions want to spread that ideal around. But man, I don't know. Um, I'm th- maybe they're thinking that I'm just that I'm tr- that I'm out to get them or something, which is not the case at all in this event. So, if you guys know anybody who wants to do that, I'll be more than happy to interview them and ask some questions and get their experience on how that's working for them. Um, So that we can get more and more of the uh, inspiration and the idea that we're all pretty similar, no matter what our beliefs are. Uh, The idea that we're so polarized now is, I don't think is, I think it's why it's so upsetting is because it's so untrue as us as human beings. Uh, There's far more common ground than not. Um, And that's, again... I got a lot of free time in my hands, so that's why I want to search it out with this this podcast. But uh, but if I can't find anybody to um, do that, I will still try to do more of these episodes of just just like this one is as crappy as this one's been. Um, you know, why not? What else have I got to do? So.